Hello, Marseille Collective. I'm your host, Lindsay Cabrera, and welcome back to this week's episode. I hope you're harnessing this full moon in Leo energy this week and getting into your creative groove. If you feel like dancing and unleashing that wild woman inside of you, I have a brand new Musai mix available up on my SoundCloud page, curated by Liz Arouge over in Thailand. You can listen to this set over on my SoundCloud page at Musai underscore collective. This week, you'll be meeting DJ and producer Dear Jade, whose groovy melodic music will take you on a mystical journey through time and space as a portal to the depths of your soul, blurring the lines between our planet Earth the cosmos and ourselves. After a stellar year in 2021, with appearances at some of the most exciting events around the world, from Tulum's biggest shows, a residency all summer at Cova Santa in Ibiza, and massive festivals all over Europe, Dear Jade quickly made it to the forefront of the scene, despite the current world situation, and became a favorite as the world fell in love with her mesmerizing presence and unique musical storytelling. Today, we discuss a transformational silent retreat, sustainability in dance music, her new release out on Stillborn Talent, and much more. This musical Musai is an artist to watch, and you can follow her on Instagram at DearJade underscore. I hope you enjoy this episode, and here's Dear Jade on Musai Collective. Hello, Jade. Welcome to Musai Collective Podcast. How are you doing over there in Mexico City today? Hello, dear Lindsay. Thank you so much <laughs> for having me. And yeah, I just arrived in Mexico City. It's sunny and it's beautiful. It's about to start Art Week here. Oh, amazing. I didn't realize there was Art Week there too. Well, I want to start this off by talking about life cycles. And you recently made the move to Berlin to settle in and grow some roots as you've always been on the road living in many different countries since the age of 16. So how will this new cycle and chapter in Berlin bring you a sense of grounding and alignment for you both professionally and personally? Good question. Yes. <laughs> I'm really excited. It's like a new life starting, <laughs> like a new person as I was yeah, always on the move and it was super beautiful. It brought me a lot, but eventually to produce music, it's just not possible. Like you really need to have a routine and your own space to be able to produce whenever like the flow of inspiration comes through. So yeah, yeah, I ended up uh, choosing Berlin. I have some really good friends there, producers and people to collaborate with. So it just made sense. And now, yeah, I just settled in. So still like fixing the studio, adding like the sound treatment and the little details. And yeah, very looking forward. It's starting a new life where I have my own space where I can really produce. And this is yeah, let's see what it brings. <laughs> yeah, I saw actually you made a post on Instagram showing everybody the new sanctuary studio. It looks so cozy and like perfect mm-hmm. to like make some magic in there with what you do. <laughs> Always being in places that were not like mine. Yeah. Like, put some decoration and like uh, do the furniture, everything. <laughs> yeah. And you know, it'll like become like your space, your vibe in there. And like, you'll just feel at home, you know? <laughs> You're welcome anytime. (laughs) Yes, perfect. Well, a few months ago, you did a 10-day silent retreat, which was a profound transformational experience for you. So can you tell us more about this retreat and how did going inwards into the heart space leave you feeling afterwards? It's so beautiful. (laughs) It's 10-day silent retreat, which are more commonly known uh, with the name Vipassana. Although some are not like the official Vipassana, but in the end, it's always the same idea of basically 
10 days of pure silence. You're not communicating with anybody. You're not even looking at anybody in the eye. You're just waking up early, meditating. Then you have some lecture to help, like give some tools for you to help you to meditate better, I guess. And, and then, yeah, more meditation. You're getting meals served and then going to sleep and repeat, repeat, repeat for 10 days, which is such a great blessing and I feel like everybody gets a total different experience so yeah nobody knows what to expect but it's just going to give you exactly what you need and it's really the greatest gift that one can give to himself because we are always like solicited like always have so many things that are asking for attention everywhere and we're in this like tornado of things happening and that we are not like master of our own time in the end we are just like end up always just responding and it's super draining of energy whereas when we are really given that time to not be distracted and look inside then that's when the magic can really happen because there is everything inside is the entire universe and yeah it's up to us to just put the intention and of course our mind is always going to try to come and like disturb us and bring us back to this like 3d reality but but the greatest reward is when we're able to not listen to it and then we gain like power over our whole life literally so just fully recommend to everybody it's the most beautiful thing if you feel the calling don't hesitate do it there's nothing that is more worth your time than your own time just silence with you yourself <laughs> well I feel like you've just convinced me to try this <laughs> you know there's so much more mm-hmm. than all the external noise that's happening around us at all times and taking that time for yourself to go inwards and reflect and, you know, maybe learn something about yourself you didn't know before and just like unplugging, you know, also, do you also unplug from like all digital things as well? Because just you and yourself. Oh, no, nothing, not even a book. Like you feel a distraction if you're reading a book of some apartment. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me like, what was that like for you? This was over and you were listening to music again. Like, what did that sound like for you? (laughs) makes it all worth it yeah so mystical I just remember I put my headphones on and I played a track and it was just like hearing it with so much more detail like so much more presence and all the sounds were like gaining in depth and like it sounded so much more mystical it was like wow like what and you're just like letting yourself carry by the sound and I feel like in the end we are all hearing music differently depending on how yeah how we are in our inside so it's just up to us to increase like there's no limit to how beautiful sound can be and it's up to us to work on ourselves to receive and hear these details and like gain that depth. <laughs> it's like an so, elevated experience <laughs> yeah, after which, after that. And then, yeah. then you're really hearing the sounds and the, like, the intricacies yeah. of the track. And I mean, also you're a producer too. So like, you're probably just like, whoa. <laughs> All of us, it's yeah. the natural process of life, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I was looking at your Instagram and I saw you share one of your favorite books called The Mysticism of Sound and Music by... Hazrat Inayat Khan. Can you tell us more about this message of this book and how he explains how we are pure vibrations and music? <laughs> yes, oh, wow. it's the most magical book in the universe. I feel feels like a Bible <laughs> that in the end there is no religion. Just sound is is the everything. Is the God is the is the prime vibration that 
yeah, the whole universe is vibration. Like literally that's the way our reality is created and everything is like these waves like oscillating and like coming together and like making these shapes. And yeah, it's our true origin. And it's just so beautiful in the book how it, it, it's explaining like with a lot of the old teachings, like Sufi teachings and bringing them all together to put into perspective, to make us realize like how divine sound is, that actually it is everything, that the that the knower of the mystery of sound is the knower of like the mystery of the universe, like literally. And it's, I mean, I wouldn't want to spoil it because it's, it's so, there's so much information that yeah. you're just reading it and literally every sentence is like, quote, unquote, unquote. And it just helps us to gain so much feeling of awe of the universe, of how beautiful it is and how yeah everything is like so di divinely orchestrated. I really recommend you all guys to, to read it <laughs> if it calls you. Well, I'm definitely interested in ordering this book for myself and I will link it in the episode description for everyone to check it out as well. And I'm really actually looking forward to this. And I know you don't want to spell too much, but from what you've just told me, I'm into it. <laughs> I love it. Something that's been quite profound over the last years in dance music is sustainability. And it's been on the rise, you know, with more festivals and events, minimizing their waste with removing plastic at parties, reusable cups, leaving no trace beach cleanups and so many more initiatives. So you're actually involved in some foundations and charitable work such as Oceanic Global, Makers Global and D. Joanneter over in Berlin. Can you tell us more about your involvement and what these foundations are doing to create change? Yes. So I yeah, started to work recently with these different organizations who are doing just such beautiful work. So Oceanic Global, for example, is working on a like world scale to really protect the oceans and um, raise awareness within the companies and they're um, doing a lot of talks during the United Nations for example so they are representative for the, the ocean and they were throwing the Blue Rider initiative so to also help within the music industry for the artists to inspire the promoters and party organizers to be more sustainable cut out the plastic and all these different things so they are like doing a lot of different different actions on many different levels and it's just super super beautiful like during World Ocean Day they do like a, a big live stream that has like over I think last time was 300,000 people viewers yeah but, that's amazing yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> And yeah, so they're they're just super committed and like young, bright people that are devoted for the cause. So it's super inspiring. And I was, yeah, just playing and then offering my fee to them instead. So I, that was, yeah, the way to help. And then now more to be just like communicating when they have like more in events or just to get people interested and wanting to join the coast. So this and also makers are working in like they're based in Tulum and are working a lot to help the local community bring more education and develop more sustainable projects in the in the region so that yeah because Tulum is developing so fast now it has a lot of big challenges a lot of people are coming and it's so important to be there and like just like yeah raise awareness so they're yeah also doing really beautiful work I call you to to check it out and Die Johanniter they are all over Germany and I just started now to help like at the they have like homeless shelters around and I went so in Berlin they're just serving meals and also offering beds at night for the homeless people who unfortunately 
don't have a place to stay and you know that it's really really cold out there so it's just makes yeah, a big big difference for them for sure just to be able to for them to get a hot meal and 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 then a good bed to, to sleep so yeah it's just been some little things and there's always so much more to do like everything we should just do all our time for for this but yeah it's it's beautiful and i'm always interested also into more organizations and what they do. And I just dream of this world where everybody will just be committed to, to their own thing and just having so much happiness from just helping each other. Absolutely. And I, I love, you know, the fact that you are an international touring DJ, you have your own schedule, but you are making time to give back. And I think everyone should, you know, it doesn't have to be like taking up all of your time, but it can be whatever you can offer because it makes a difference. So I think that's really great. And I hope that this can inspire you guys listening to, you know, go out there and donate your time or be of service, spread that love, spread that view, because I think, you know, it's so cold in some of these countries and the last thing you're thinking is like, oh, what about the people that are left on the street until you see them, until they're visible? And then it kind of, it kind of gets to me, to be honest. I have my sister in, in Canada and she works with homelessness, getting them off the streets, helping with donations. And she actually keeps like warm, really big, warm blankets in her trunk and little like kits. If she sees somebody, she gives them a little kit, this and that. And I'm like, you're such a little angel because these people have no idea that you're coming. <laughs> and then they wake up and they have a warm blanket or something. And it's just these little, little thing, acts of kindness, acts of love that do make a difference. You know, we can't save everyone, but we can try to help when we can. So you actually have a new release out in collaboration with Nico Schwind called Imhotep on the label Still for Talent. Can you tell us a little bit more about this release? Yeah, it came um, when I just arrived to Berlin. My uh, agent introduced me to Nico and I just went to the studio. So we were just like jamming a bit and, and then we started to make this track and like really grooving. So it was just like beautiful kind of, yeah, just flowing um, moment of just like getting to know each other and at the same time just making music. And it was such a big blessing to to be able yeah, to make a track with him because he's such a fantastic producer who has like years and years of experience and just like such a great sensitive artist and, and person that yeah, it was super inspiring and, and a lot of fun. So I hope you enjoyed the track. <laughs> yeah. So I actually have a teaser here of the new release with Nico Schwind out now on Beatport. So here you go, everyone. Here is Imhotep. There you have it, everyone. Thank you so much for sharing, dear Jade. Do you have any new releases coming up in the near future? Yes, absolutely. So now I was just working on a remix for Parallel. They made a beautiful track with another friend also who's playing the violin. So it should be a special piece. I'm also working on a remix for Glauco Di Mambro on Goranga and another remix for an amazing label called Aluna Wachuma that is giving 100% of their profits to Mother Earth. So it's 
just like a small indie label, but just super committed and devoted and just beautiful. So the track is ambient track from an artist called Carlito, who wrote a beautiful manifesto for freedom. And I am making it more a dance track. So this is really, really exciting. And, and then, yeah, more coming, also more originals and, and things coming up. So yeah, now that I finally have my studio, it's about to get real serious. <laughs> it's really <laughs> fun. There you yeah. go. And it sounds like the track that you're telling us about, you know, it's about freedom. I feel like that's the most appropriate thing right now because the world is going through fighting for our freedoms. So I like that. <laughs> yes. So as an internationally touring DJ... Of course, your gigs were canceled throughout the many months of the lockdowns and restrictions and the ups and downs. So what were some of the ways you got through these tough times? And did you learn any lessons along the way? Yes, definitely patience. patience. Uh, learning about patience and accepting that this is what the world is going through right now. And it, it's probably in the long term because, okay, we could have kept on having all these things bam, 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 happening. But in the end, where are we really trying to get to? It's a good reset, I feel and we have to make the most of it and yeah accept and trust uh, the divine master plan <laughs> that in the end everything is is for the better for for us we're just not able to perceive it yet in the long term it's bringing just such beautiful changes that yeah let's fly fly with it <laughs> we have to embrace the change i guess <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's a whole journey, isn't it? <laughs> you know, it's, it's like when, you, when you're in it, you're not really seeing it this way. But when you come out the other side and you see really what the silver lining is or maybe what benefits actually came out of it for you, it's, it's crazy to think, you know, because it was stressful when it, it first happened. And, what, and, and the unknown, just the unknown and like surrendering to like having no control over what yeah. is going on yeah. and not being able to work or go on, on tours. Also just going yeah. inward. <laughs> yeah, which is giving us the best tools in the end to create the best reality for us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you're in Mexico City right now, but just a few weeks ago you were in Tulum and you actually did your very first ecstatic dance party where you were playing the music. So can you tell us how that was for you? What is ecstatic dance yeah. for people listening who don't know? So ecstatic dance is basically just coming and you're here to just dance and just give it all. And it's during the day, so there is no alcohol on it's just pure you, you pure energy and like communicating and dancing with the people. So it's, it was just such a beautiful experience as a DJ that to have this crowd who is like truly coming here to dance and that is not just like, you know, following the, just the kick. So also I could express myself uh, in such a different way with not so electronic music, but like all kinds of old tracks and mixing all types and just without kicks but just and it's not like a on a, in a DJ set that it's like always this kick and this progressive story that is evolving slowly like there you can just do sharp cuts and go into a different thing and because people are here they're so present and they're sober they they're catching it and then they have to follow the flow so it just was so yeah. fun. <laughs> so it wasn't it wasn't your last either. So you'll do it again. <laughs> That's a nice. Yeah. I haven't I haven't actually been to an ecstatic dance, but I have a, a good friend here who's doing one in a few weeks. So I'm really excited to see what what she's coming up with. Um, she facilitates a lot of like the breathwork journeys and sound journeys here. But I'm really excited to try that out and see like what exactly what you're describing right now to feel that on a Sunday afternoon. You know. <laughs> so we're gonna get to this part of the interview. Can you share with us one or two muses in your life that you'd like to give a shout out to? Yes, my mom, for sure. I mean, for sure, the biggest inspiration 
the biggest dancer as well. And yeah, such a magical being. I love her. <laughs> and, and then also now that I was just meeting in Tulum is this woman called Guru Mug. And she's like a Kundalini master, like yoga Kundalini. And she, I think she's like over 70, probably maybe even more. But she looks so young and so bright and so full of energy and she's so kind to everybody she's just like really like radiating sunshine and it's super inspiring also she's yeah big like kundalini inspiration for many people she does a lot of teacher trainings and yeah just like a, a really great person that is inspiring and uh, yeah for me inspiration of who i would like to be yeah <laughs> that's so nice i love it when you meet people who are you know, maybe a little older than we are, and but they have that sparkle in their eye. They have the right energy. They have the right attitude. They're not like, oh, I'm old. I can't dance or I can't do Kundalini or these things that I can't attitude. It's like they're fully living their life to their fullest potential. And and it's like so inspiring to see. I'm 36 years old and I have friends that are maybe a little younger than me that are have that kind of like, I'm old attitude. And you're just kind of like, hey, but you're not. Like, that's an attitude. <laughs> and, you know, like there's still so much to explore and so much to do and I love and admire when I see people that are maybe in their 70s that are just like fully living life to the fullest you know because you don't know when your time is up right so you have to live life like it's your last day <laughs> it's inspiring yeah we're gonna get to the follow your bliss finale question can you share with us one positive affirmation <laughs> the ultimate one maybe all is love yes <laughs> We can yeah always remember that whatever is happening in our reality like no matter maybe how tough it can be or how scared we can be we can just remember to always take like look at things through the filter of love because in the end everything is like love or fear and it's like a, a degree of that and we decide and there is always always even like the toughest thing, we can still see them through this love filter. And that is what is helping us channel the greatest joy in the universe. So yes, all is love. <laughs> Let's remember it. I love it. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. Well, Jade, it was so lovely to connect with you today. And I'm so happy to share your music with my listeners and your favorite book and your words of wisdom. So it was such a pleasure. Thank you so much. And enjoy your new studio over in Berlin as well. <laughs> Thank you so much. Such a pleasure. <laughs> Thank you for yeah, the lovely interview. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Okay, Jade, take care and we'll see you in the future, hopefully. <laughs>